Francois Girard directed the Oscar-winning film The Red Violin. His new movie is Boy Choir. These boys' voices soar with this rare, unearthly ability for only a few years of their young lives, says Gerard, but what they experience in that brief time shapes them forever. Welcome to the Jersey Arts Podcast. I'm Susan Walner. Boy Choir stars Dustin Hoffman and Kathy Bates, but two roles were played by an actual student and music director of the American Boy Choir School in Princeton. Both join me today. Dante Soriano is a fourth-year student at the school. He played the role of Fernando, the lead role's best friend. Welcome, Dante. Hello. Fernando Malvar Ruiz is the Lytton Lodal music director of the American Boy Choir and was a music director for the movie, which included speaking lines. Can you tell me, Fernando, about the character that you played? Yes, his name is Maestro Molina. He's an orchestral conductor, and uh, there's a point in the movie where he's directing a piece that the boy choir is singing. So you had a scene in the movie where you're able to actually direct the boys as you would perhaps here at the school. Yes, uh, but in the capacity of guest conductor, which was an eerie experience. Dante, you're now starting your fourth year here at the American Boy Choir School, and uh, I guess I could say that you're the expert. Did the film get it right? Yes, they got they, most of their stuff, uh, most of the things that they talked uh, in the film were actually very similar to what we actually do at the school. Did you have to call them on anything? Was there anything that you said, no, we would never do it that way? Uh, some things were a little exaggerated, but everything was pretty, pretty much the same. So they did their research? Yes. Fernando, as the music director here at the Boy Choir School, you work intensively with students in very, very many different kinds of professional settings, not just major motion pictures. Dustin Hoffman was playing, had the job in the movie that you have here at the school. Correct. Did you feel like he was getting it right? Yes. Uh, he, he is a, an incredibly hard worker. Uh, he researched his uh, role quite intensively to the point that I was getting phone calls weekly asking me about things like when you go on tour, what is the color of your suitcase? Uh, so he, he is down to even that detail. He wanted to get uh, the role right. Uh, the script called for a different person than I am. Uh, the, the Carvel, the music director in the movies, is a very strict person. I'm a bit more jovial. Uh, but other than that, he, he really got it down. So you were his source. Well, he, because I, I have been doing this for 14 years, uh, he, he would rely on me for, for things such as that. Or uh, if I say this line this way, does it make sense? Uh, also, we worked a little bit on conducting. Uh, I was coaching him for, for a while on, on how to actually look like a conductor. Uh, looking, at, looking at the movie, um, he, he's, an, he's an amazing actor. He really is. And very believable, even to people who do that job. Correct. Dante, tell me about acting in this film. What was so different about it? Well, my character's a little bit different than I am. Uh, he's sort of like a music know-it-all in a way. And he knows a lot about music. And uh, he teaches the main character how to uh, sing and all that other stuff. So 
The main character's name is Stet. He plays a new boy at the school from the wrong side of the tracks. What is it about him that makes him different than the typical student here at, at school? Stet is sort of a, you know, a juvenile delinquent and he doesn't really follow the rules. And, you know, at first, you know, he, he's sort of a rebel and he doesn't really listen to anything. Uh, but he slowly matures throughout the movie and uh, there's this growth in his, in his character. Have you known kids like that here at the school? Um, not really, no. A lot of the kids are very mature. <laughs> I'm just curious, is this story, I mean, I think it sounds like a really interesting movie. I'm looking forward to seeing it. But is this a story that you could see happening here at the American Boy Choir School? Um, sometimes, yeah, definitely. But, I mean, usually we wouldn't take in that immature kids. But, I mean, yeah, it could, it could happen. There is a, a kernel of truth in everything that the movie shows, but obviously it's not a documentary, so it needs to be dramatic. Mm -hmm. And the drama comes from the exaggeration. So, uh, you know, we have kids that, that maybe don't fit right away at the beginning. Uh, in the movie, this is a juvenile delinquent. Uh, we have uh, the concept of the music director being strict. Well, you get a super strict music director, otherwise there would be no drama. Uh, but, but with that said, there is a, a, a kernel of truth on everything that you see in the movie, uh, down to even the way we train and a lot of the aspects of the life at ABS. Touring is, is very well portrayed. Uh, they, they got that right. The whole experience of being on the set, you both were on the set. It was filmed not here, even though they used the name of the American Boy Choir School, and the uniforms and the logo and everything, it still wasn't shot here. Correct. Yes. Where was it shot? Uh, it was shot in, parts of it were, it was shot in different places because that's how a movie works. But I think it was mainly shot in Stamford, Connecticut. Uh, and it was sort of shot in a lot of different places. There was no main place. It was you know, all over the place. So did that surprise you? Uh, a little bit, actually, yeah. I was really surprised because the movie also doesn't go in order when uh, we're filming it. We do it different parts in different sections, and that was a little surprising. Was all the boy choir singing provided by the actual voices of this boy choir school? Correct. Yes. The, the concept of the director, Francois, Francois Girard, is uh, a fantastic musician. If not by training, certainly uh, by will. He, he loves music of all sorts. And uh, he really liked the sound of the American boy choir. So his vision for the movie was to use a soundtrack that featured only the American Boy Choir uh, and the American Boy Choir singing a cappella. Now this vision changed slightly as the movie uh, you know, evolved and so there are portions where you hear a, a piano or a cello but for the most the soundtrack is the American Boy Choir singing either standard repertoire pieces from our uh, touring repertoire. Uh, one of them is uh, Adiemus, it's a song uh, from Songs of Sanctuary by Carl Jenkins. Uh, this piece is featured in a few uh, places throughout the movie. Uh, we also have uh, the classics of uh, Zadok the Priest, 
which is uh, one of the coronation anthems, coronation anthem number one by Handel. Also by Handel, we are singing the Hallelujah Chorus. Uh, we are doing a 40-part motet by Thales called Spem in Allium. Uh, so it, I love that the movie was able to capture the, the amazing variety of repertoire that we can do in any given concert. That was very well captured. Uh, many of the underscore music uh, was done as arrangements. So uh, because the concept was to do this a cappella, I would have to arrange uh, certain pieces that were, were written for organ or for orchestra and make uh, a choral accompaniment out of that. So there was actually new music being recorded for this, not just the pieces that you knew already. Yes. Were the recordings done after the movie had been shot? Did you look at the screen or see it before you sang it? Sometimes there was a monitor when you were uh, when we were singing it and stuff where uh, Mr. Melvar was conducting and there was a monitor right in front of him when we were recording. So we shot it, uh, we f recorded it after we shot it. Interesting. It's a fascinating process because First, we need to record. We recorded the music uh, without a click track, or uh, we just recorded the music as a reference for the director to film the scenes. And once the scenes were filmed, we had to re-record the music to fit the actual scene that was that was filmed. So, in effect, we were recording everything twice: one for reference, and then one for what would actually go in the scene. And uh, I guess since he has such a love of the music, he really wanted to get it right. I mean, his title is not just the, the movie director, but he's also the music producer. And uh, he certainly deserves every accolade because he worked very hard making sure that every detail is there, that the sound is accurate. Um, it, it was a wonderful collaboration. Fernando, I mean Dante, excuse me, Dante who played Fernando. Uh, I read that you were thinking of becoming an accountant because you like math. Has this experience changed that? Uh, a little bit, actually. Um, <laughs> I actually do want to become an actor, and, uh, well, my mom wants me to become an accountant, so <laughs> I've had to say that. Some people think of boy choirs as, I don't know, from another world or from the past. This movie seems like it might be a good way to introduce the whole concept of boy choir to audiences that might not otherwise know that much about them. What do you think, Dante? Um, well, when I first went to the American Boy Choir, I really didn't know what to think because I've never been in a choir before. And it wasn't as different as I thought it was because I, it was, it's, you know, it's just a choir. And it, it's not that much different from a regular choir. It's just all boys, you know. We have some trebles, basses, tenors, you know. It's the same thing. When, when I was approached uh, with the idea of this movie, I, uh, it made me incredibly happy because one of my goals as music director of American Boy Choir is to break certain stereotypes. There is certain stereotypes associated with being a choir boy. And it, there are social stereotypes. You know, it's stigmatized uh, for a boy to sing in many places in, in this country where a boy is not supposed to sing or a boy is not supposed to like choral music. Uh, and also there is this the stereotype of the boy choir sound. You know, there's only one sound, the, this ethereal, wonderful sound. So this movie actually helped us break both stereotypes and hopefully uh, a lot of people will be coming to the movies and getting some new concepts or notion about what it is to be in a boy choir. The first one is that these are normal boys, uh, very normal boys, they just happen to like singing and that they are doing something that is very cool, which is singing very complex music with 40 other boys that love 
singing as much as they do. But also that a boy choir can sound as ethereal as the stereotype, but also with many other different colors. The, uh, the soundtrack of the movie really features all the variety of sounds and colors that a boy choir can produce. Will there be a soundtrack? CD? Yes. Thank you so much, Dante Soriano and Fernando Malvaruiz, for joining me today. Thank you. Welcome. Boy Choir, the new movie starring Dustin Hoffman and Kathy Bates and Dante Soriano and Fernando Malvaruiz, premieres at the Toronto Film Festival on September 5th, with the general release to be announced. For more about The Real School, visit AmericanBoyChoir.org. For more about all of the arts in New Jersey, visit jerseyarts.com. I'm Susan Wollner for the Jersey Arts Podcast. Thanks for listening. The Jersey Arts Podcast is made possible by the New Jersey State Council on the Arts, supporting excellence and engagement in the arts since 1966.